Let's pray. Loving Father, you alone know how we've come this morning. You know our situation, our worries, our fears, our weaknesses, our temptations. And you also know our hearts. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to Christ to die for us on the cross. Thank you, Lord, that even on Zoom, you invite us, your children, into your presence. We love you. We praise you. Be with us this morning as we seek to praise you, to worship you, and to hear your voice. Amen. Faithful God, you have called us as your people into fellowship with you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We come humbly before you today. May our hearts and our minds be open to your word as we share together in fellowship through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our scripture reading for today is taken from Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 35 to 39. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so that I can preach there also. This is why I have come. So he traveled through Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Good morning. I am delighted to be joining you once again for virtual worship. I thank God for waking us up on this beautiful Sunday morning and allowing us to be able to worship his holy name. We are almost halfway through July and we thank him for his many blessings thus far. In my most recent sermon I shared with you, we explored faithful living and some of the lessons we can learn from the Apostle Paul. We looked at what it means to live by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. We also examine the role of the Holy Spirit plays in helping us as believers to live more meaningful lives as Christians. Today, as you may have guessed from the reading in Mark's Gospel, I want us to focus on prayer, another facet of faithful living. Billy Graham defines prayer as spiritual communication between man and God, a two-way relationship in which man should not only talk to God, but also listen to him. Prayer to God is like a child's conversation with his father. It is natural for a child to ask his father for things he needs. In 1 Thessalonians 5, Verse 16 to 18, it reads, 
Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we may be going through a difficult time in life now, but we have a lot to be thankful for. Globally, the world is still in a difficult place, but God can still turn things around. No matter what comes our way as believers, Romans 12 and verse 12 reminds us that we should be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Additionally, in every other sphere of our life, we appreciate that building strong, meaningful relationship involves communicating openly and speaking to each other. So what exactly makes us think that it is any different with God? We get to know more about each other and ourselves by talking to each other. So too, we can get to know more about God and ourselves by developing a consistent and focused prayer habit. We cannot be healthy spiritually unless prayer is an active part of our lives. And while we pray often, asking God for things and thanking him for things, prayer is also a vehicle that changes things. The more we pray, the more we grow as believers, and the more we become in tune with what God desires for our lives. As Christians, we know that prayer is something very important. We are fully aware that it is one of the best ways to grow in relationship with God. I am certain we agree on the benefits of fervent prayer. Yet, at times we still do not prioritize our prayer lives. Truth be told, Sometimes it is a struggle to pray. This can be for any number of reasons. Some may say, oh, I don't have enough time. My life is far too busy. Or I fall asleep when I go to prayer, when I go to pray, as I am bored. Others may say, why should I bother? It's not like God hears me anyway, and yet still, there may be some who say, I don't know how to pray. Brothers and sisters, the list of excuses can go on and on. And you see that the excuse range from being busy to losing concentration and being easily distracted to simply being frustrated when God doesn't respond in the manner in which we want him to. However, in spite of all this, deep down as believers, we know that we must do better, much better. To help us, we have the perfect example in Jesus. Jesus knew the importance of prayer and the difference it would make. In Mark, we read that Jesus got up early while it was still dark and left the house to find a solitary place 
to pray. Mark 1 verse 35. Here is a man who was incredibly busy, busier than any of us now. He was going from place to place, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, growing in his ministry. Yet he found time to pray. Moreover, as we study the word, we realize that it is not only on this occasion. In fact, Jesus prayed at many stages during his life. He knew that prayer was not an option, but rather a requirement. In the book of Luke alone, we see many different references to Jesus praying. In fact, it has been described previously as the gospel of prayer, with Jesus depicted as the praying Messiah. It is recorded that Jesus prayed after his baptism. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was open. Luke 3 verse 21. He prayed before choosing his disciples. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles, Luke 6, 12 and 13. Jesus prayed as he faced crucifixion. He prayed on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Luke 23, verse 34. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mark 27, verse 46. And Mark 15, verse 34. And Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Luke 23, verse 46. Jesus prayed when he faced temptation, and he prayed even after his resurrection. These are just some of the instances where he prayed. Now, if Jesus prayed like that, and we are his messengers here on earth, I think you will agree that perhaps in some ways we are falling short. When we are making decisions, when we have doubts or concern, when we simply need to be renewed and refreshed, as the great hymn says, do we take it to the Lord in prayer? I am sure we sometimes, but sometimes do, but in this time and season, saints, we need to be doing more. Jesus' example was such that even his disciples noted his habit and they were in awe. Luke 11 verse 1 reads, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. 
And we know that Jesus not only taught his disciples how to pray, but he also gave them one of the most well-known and recited prayers, the Lord's Prayer. So you see, not only did Jesus lead by example, but he also gave distinct lessons too. Even if we think so, let us be mindful that no prayer request of ours is too hard for God. Psalms 102 verse 17 tells us, He will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. Isn't it amazing that in Christ we are all equal? He hears all of our prayers, no matter who we are or what we have done. Once we come to him honestly, surrendering all, having repented of our sins, he will hear us. Have you ever been talking to someone and they may not occasionally, but you can tell they are distracted and not listening to you? And you ask them, what was the last thing I said? And they can't answer. It is annoying, isn't it? But it's not so with God. And if we have the, any doubts on that matter, Jeremiah 29 and verse 12 further tells us, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And Jeremiah 33 and verse 3 states, Call on me, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. God is always listening to us. Even though we are undeserving, he still gives us his grace. Prayer is our direct line to him. He may not always answer in the way we want him to, but even so, whatever he tells us is what we need to hear at that point and time. Remember, our desire should always be for us, his will to be done, not us. No matter how challenging it may find, we may find it. Of course, at times, this may make things difficult for us to digest, but we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8 verse 28. Brothers and sisters, as we continue to rebuild our lives following the pandemic, we know that Christ, things will never be the same. It is something that we will all have to live with for a while. As we continue to navigate through 2021 and beyond with the many challenges but also opportunities to share our faith. Let us not cease praying. Philippians chapter four and verse tells us, do not be anxious about anything, 
but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present our requests to God. I know for a fact that we have all at some time or another seen the power of prayer at work in our lives. Sometimes it is through our own prayers being answered. At other times it could be as a result of our loved ones who have prayed on our behalf. Prayer changes things. Let us remain hopeful. Let us ensure that we invest fervently in our prayer lives, just as we invest in other areas of our lives. I want to set you a challenge. If you do not already have a persistent prayer life, or if you feel your prayer life needs some improvement, see if you can spend some time next week working on it. Maybe you can set aside the same time each day and ensure that you have that period of divine personal fellowship with your maker. Shut off all the distractions and find your quiet place to pray. It will, happen, it will not happen overnight, but once you dedicate it in time, it will come it will become a welcome part of your everyday life. If we are to see the rewards of God's promise, we know what we have to do. Pray. Let us continue to walk with each other. Pray for each other. Let us pray believing that God will answer our prayers. Mark 11 and verse 24 tells us, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. As we grow in our fellowship with God through prayer and supplication, may we trust him to do what he said he would do in this time and in his way and for his purpose. Amen and Amen. Dear God, we turn again to you our source, our joy, our Prince of Peace. We remember all those affected by the coronavirus through illness, isolation, anxiety or financial difficulties that they may find relief and recovery in you. We pray for those leading our nation at this time who are responsible for shaping national policies that they may make wise decisions beneficial to the society. We pray for doctors, nurses, medical researchers and scientists and all other NHS workers that through their skill, insight, help, and your guidance, many persons will be restored to health. We pray for the church, that it will continue to shine as a beacon of light, bringing life and hope to all. 
We pray for all our young people, especially those whose mental health has been affected during this difficult time. Ease their anxiety and grant them a calming spirit, O God. We pray for the lonely, fearful, gravely ill and dying. May you grant them your comfort and peace. Finally, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray. Grant us your mercy and protection, O God, our merciful Father, now and forevermore. Amen. And can we say the Lord's Prayer together? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. A prayer of blessing. May God the Father keep us in his communion with him. May God the Son lead us in his footsteps. And may God the Holy Spirit encourage us to embrace all, connecting with those we know and those we don't. In true communion, love, and may we live in peace and thankfulness, hoping for the blessed future you have prepared for us. Amen.